All right. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Possibilities. This is your host, Julia Sotis. Today on the show, I have John Ashford, who is an amazing man um, from Portland, Oregon, and he is also an Access Consciousness Bars facilitator. And um, he has done some amazing, amazing work with these tools of Access Consciousness and youth. Um, I don't even want to try to describe what you do, John, because I think I might butcher it, but he helps kids who are in difficult situations in their lives and uh, empowers them. And uh, since using the tools of access, I think, think a lot has changed for, for you, John. So welcome on the show and uh, thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Yeah, yeah, I'm so excited that you're here. So, um, so first of all, John, can you just flat out start by talking about what you do with youth and what your job is? Yes, I am a. Uh, I've been a probation officer, juvenile probation officer, for 28 years for Multnomah County in Portland, Oregon. Wow. And I started off in 1990 as a gang probation officer for the first three and a half years. Uh, then I created a program called Save Our Youth, which was a conflict resolution and violence prevention program that went for 13 years in the county. And it was a partnership with Portland State, a local hospital, Emmanuel Hospital, uh, Portland Public Schools. And the dynamic of the program was bringing families together and individuals in the community to come up with tools and ideas on preventing conflict, conflict and violence in the community. So and I was wow. the facilitator and uh, manager of that program. Wow, that's amazing. And then I moved on to do community detention. And then I did uh, uh, a program called con uh, Community Monitoring, for allowing kids to stay in the community with wearing a bracelet. And then re most recently, the last six years, I've been a probation officer and informal. And that's when it's really got kind of exciting. But I always had the idea that when I was working with young people, I wanted to offer them something special. I was like, what a greater population, great population to offer something different. You know, uh, Gary uh, Douglas from Access said, there's no such thing as problems. There's actually possibilities. And that has been my motto before I even got to Access. It was like, what else can be created in this moment? And most kids have come to me for gun violence, drug dealing, uh, uh, stealing, stealing cars, uh, uh, domestic violence. Uh, and I've always looked at the young people as when they walk in the door, they're not coming in with problems. They're coming in with possibilities and they've not asked questions of what else could be better or different in their lives. And right. that's what I have to navigate and facilitate. Right. Wow. That's amazing. So you really, you didn't even, you're not just working for a program. You started all of this. Yeah, I, start, I started the program uh, Save Our Youth in the county. Uh, but within, I just decided, you know, being the person I am, I, I really have a hard time following rules. And yes. so those probation officers wear a tie. They have, uh, they wear their badge. Uh, they wear a sports jacket. I don't fit in that category. You know, I actually had no idea that you were a probation officer. Like, yes. you are the last. Yes. That would be the last thing I would 
ever think that you were because I just, I, probation officers, the only reference point I have to probation officers is the movies and they're like mean and scary and it, like they're out to get the criminals and like yeah. they're out there creating with these kids. Like, holy yes. crap. Okay. I didn't even know that. I had no idea. I thought you were like yeah. doing youth empowerment. You're doing freaking po probation. That's yes. wild. Yeah. Wow. That is so, so cool. So yeah, for me, it's been, I mean, it's like my whole, after, once I got into gang, so here's the thing that was the uh, eye opener for me. When I got into uh, the gang unit, uh, which was the first gang unit on the West Coast when gangs were at the height in the 90s on the West Coast, uh, after I got my first five cases, I realized that these kids had so much fucking potential, excuse my language, they had so much potential, um, that I was like, what would it be like for them to tap into their own potential? Like, I remember having a couple of gang members that, I mean, I, I really turned a blind eye to some of their, I, I challenged them with their drug dealing with turning it into a business. Because I saw that they understand the whole concept of business. And I did that <laughs> too. And really one of them started selling homes. The other one started a t-shirt company that's still around in, in the West, on the West side of uh, the city. That's yeah. incredible. Yeah. So I was like, what would it take for you to be different? What was, I mean, I'm not going to ask you. And one of the things I told the young people when I work with, I'm not going to tell you or ask you to change. I'm going to ask you to choose what's best for you. That's who I did tell you. Right. You know, and I've, and I've always been doing that. I've always been doing that with young people. Uh, because I realized, the other piece I realized is that I go in there with total open mind and heart. Meaning that when I work with young people, I expect to gain something from them as much as I'm a gift them. Wow. So it's no longer this, just, I'm telling you. I'm, I, I mean, people just project at, you know, young youth who are whatever, criminals, whatever you want to call it. Yes. Um, like they just project at them that they have nothing to give. They're just a problem. Right. And let's put that, let's lock that problem up or... Cause that, or get that problem clean or fix that problem. But it's like that there could be a contribution to their probation, probation officer. Are you kidding yeah. me? That's incredible. Yes. I mean, Julia, last night it was really, really, I mean, I get emotional and I get emotional. And that's the other thing, thing because when I got in the job, they were like, you don't, you're supposed to have a certain stone face and you don't ask certain questions. You don't tell them about yourself. You did this. I was like, well, that's going to work for me. No way. That's so human. <laughs> I, was, I was like, that doesn't work for me. So I get in, like a kid comes to my office in the first 15 minutes, we don't even talk about what they're there for. We talk about what's going on in life, what would they like in life, what would be different about, what would make it, what would be different, what, what do they dream about? What do they, where do they want to be in a certain amount of years? Uh, who do they get along with? Why do they get along? What music do they listen to? I mean, and... For me, it's just the whole ability to engage and be an allowance for somebody to be an allowance. Because imagine you going someplace where you've made a mistake and you meet this stranger. You have to come into this office, pass the security, go through the metal detectors, and then you want me to spill my heart? That's bullshit. Totally. The other piece, they usually come in the building that has a lot of entities. Right. Or they, or they got entities or demons with them when they're coming in because of the drug usage or yep. the family using drugs. Yeah. So for me, it's just like 
it allows me to get a feel and drop my barriers and not to go, not to really make them feel less than because I believe that everybody can change if they choose it. Yep. Yep. Me too. Holy crap. Okay. So you're just totally blowing my mind. I'm so glad that we're having this show right now because I mean, I've known you for a while and, uh, I actually worked with you at the Symphony of Possibilities in Denver and uh, you totally rocked my world with the session that you gave me. And by the way, my life has changed totally since that. So thank you for changing my life. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I love that. So yeah. And, and I didn't even know any of this about you. So, so can you tell us that story, John, about um, how you're working with the guys and girls? I don't know if you have girls. Do you ever have girls? Yeah, I have a girl. I have a story that of a girl. So actually, so this is what happens with I do probation, juvenile probation, do it from seven thirty in the morning to six at night, and then when I get off of work, I actually go and work with two other agencies. Uh, one is Sovalti, where I do domestic violence with African American men coming out of the penitentiary, and fatherhood program with African American men coming out of the penitentiary. And I also do a program for young men's empowerment, where I teach. Uh, being you classes and, and uh, uh, anger management classes to a young man in high schools in Portland. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Stay busy. Dude, you do stay busy. You are really busy. So, so, so what were you going to say? You had a story about a girl? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So uh, I won't mention her name. So I, I met with this young lady the week Thursday before Thanksgiving and she came in, her mom had a mental breakdown and I could uh, I've, I've been given a gift from the universe of being very intuitive about being able to have a lot of I have a great potency of uh, of being able to pick up people's energy yeah and when the young lady came in she came in with her mom and her younger sibling when they walked into my office her whole body was screaming help right and it wasn't the type of help that she was in trouble it was help that I'm not going to make it on this planet if something doesn't change. Wow. And her mom was going through her own struggles. She had just got out of the a mental, a mental institution about 10 days prior. She was on medication. She was trying to hold it together. And the entire time, her daughter started to take care of this adult. And... I was overwhelmed with the sadness of her not being able to be herself and not being able to separate herself from her mom. So we went through, we met for about an hour and a half. We took out, got all the data I needed. I collected, but I knew that she wanted to say more, but she would look at me and she couldn't say more because she was taking care of her mom and her mom was sharing her story. So what happened is that and many times when families come to my office, it turns into a piece where the parent starts telling their story. I start talking about recently, I've, like I said, I use, I use two books, either The Alchemist or Being You Changing the World. I'm really focusing on Being You Change the World. And I offer that and I start telling a little bit about the book and families engage, where this mom starts to engage and she starts to go on her story. In my peripheral, I could feel this young lady's energy though, like I have something to say, I need some help, I need some help, I have something to say. And our time came to an end and I was like, what would it take for us to meet next week? And her mom said, oh, Greta, I said, no, I want to meet with your daughter. And so 
her daughter, her daughter said, yes, 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 yes. So I left and the entire week while she was gone, she was in my space. And it was like, not in a space of like being mean or uh, uh, evil or anything, but she kept on popping up energetically. Yeah. So uh, she called me yesterday and how sometimes I see things happen in the universe. She called me and she called to cancel because she couldn't get a ride to my office. And I was like, and you could tell she wanted to meet, but she couldn't make it. She was like, I'm not going to be able to make it enough time. It's 45 minutes. So I said, well, how would this work? My previous, this is how the universe works for me. My previous appointment canceled. It gave me enough time to drive 45 minutes to where she lived on part of, in that part of town. And we met at Starbucks. And she had read one chapter of Being You Changing the World. Just one chapter. And we got in the store, she was sitting at a table, she was sitting by herself, and she just came to the table and she started crying. And she said, for once on the planet, somebody gets me. Holy crap. And so I just went through the entire process of asking questions, just being in the questions and, and challenging her with all of her perceived weakness or wrongness, all those things that she tied into her mom, those things of, being a humanoid, trying to fit into a human school system. Yep. And we went through the process and I would say, well, it's time for me to, it's 45 minutes or up, I can, you can leave now. And she said, no, I don't, I'm not in a rush. Wow. I, I felt so much joy because for me, that one experience, Changed my world. Some people choose and finally be able to line themselves up with things that will make their life a lot lighter, more joy. And what's happened is that our systems have destroyed our young people's dreaming ability, their magic. And I've been blessed to be able to open that door for those who choose to go in that door and those families who want to. And she said, our next meeting, she said, you know something? I want to invite my mom to this because I'm going to have her start to read this book because she said, my mom is a genius. And the reason she was on drugs is that she never fit in the system either. Mm-hmm. Wow. 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 So That's yeah. I mean, crazy. And that's what that book did for me too. I mean, I'm just like that girl. I, I, I read that book and I'm like, holy God damn. Yes. I've never felt so seen until I read yeah. that book. Yeah. And I have countless young people that that's happened to. I mean. Uh, How many kids would you say you've, you've um, made read that book? Probably about 50. More. That's great. Yeah. And then I use the book. And so what happened is that, so what I've done is like for Portland Public School, I'm creating this curriculum for Portland Public Schools right now that I'm taking uh, some tools from I Am Beauty. I'm taking tools. I'm actually taking some access tools, to be honest with you. And I'm implementing it in a curriculum. Because a lot of times curriculums tell people what to do. They don't really set them up for question. They make them go to result for the right and correct answer. Yep. I 
It's not black and white. Yep. And by implementing, like for the boys group that I do for Young Men's Empowerment, what I did, is I just opened chapters and I pulled a tool out and that was our class for the day and I would connect it to money. I would connect it to racism. I would connect it to uh, anger. I would connect it to competition. I would connect it to uh, diet. Wow. Talking about beauty with young men, I mean, I would have conversations about beauty with young men where they never had that space other than what is beauty of, other than a a woman with big breasts and that and that's that's the first thing they went through they always went to the description of a woman i was like well what about your beauty and it <laughs> because they, they had to think about it it was like and i said and what happens when you don't fit the model or the mold of what society says is beautiful wow so yeah i mean uh i've been really lucky to be able to use some of these tools some of the young people and i and that's and and my plan is that I'm trying to work on you right now. Uh, so I realized that I've been talking about talking to access since I got an access with a bunch of my friends and, um, my best, one of my best friends, Antoine Stoudemire, uh, we talk about philosophical, uh, stars, universe, all that stuff, the earth uh, entities and all that. And he, one day I went over his house and he said, John, you know, there's a book in you. I'm like, what are you talking about, dude? He said, man, there is a book in you. He said, I was, I've been watching all these uh, sages and look on YouTube and watching these yogis and stuff, he said. And I realized that I'm, I know I have a friend that knew shit at 12 and 13. He said, when you went to the seminary, you never bought into the system of Catholicism, but you went there with a knowing. Yeah. And you've been hungry ever since then. And he said, you know, there's a book. He said, why don't you write that shit down, man? And, uh, put that in the book. So like I was telling you before, I was like, what about this book will allow me when I retire in 20 months from the county to go around and inspire schools and families to be, wow. to share my story and to share the gifts that I, that I, that I've gained in my life. And, and, and also it's one thing to share something, but to be able to teach people tools on what brings quick change in their reality. Could you repeat that? You cut out there for a quick second. Uh, I said, what would it take to teach the families and the people in, the, in my audience tools that create quick change in, the, in their reality? Because yeah. what is that people are bogged down because they can't see something fast enough. And we live in a microwave age where people want to have things immediately. And if they don't get it, then they get uh, swayed or they dis dismayed and sway away from anything that might be a possibility of change. Right. And some of the tools that I've learned and, and access and just being will allow that to happen quicker for, for people. And that's what I think is needed right now on the planet. Yeah. Well, absolutely. And I mean, like, I don't know, like just one tool can change somebody's life entirely. And there's just no tools out there as sharp as these tools. Yes. <laughs> they are I would say, sharp. I would, yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. I mean, some of the things that I've changed in my life in, in a couple hours, in, in an instant of using these tools, 
I can change tracks completely. I'm going down one direction. I don't like the direction. I don't like what is going on. I don't like what I'm creating. I just use some cool tools, do a clearing statement, run a set of bars, whatever it is, and I'm headed down an entirely different track, and it's as though I was never headed down the track that wasn't working. I mean, it's changed so quickly, and it's changed totally. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, it's also for me, I look at, there was a young lady that was on probation with me, and she came into my office, and she was on drugs, and she changed all that. And after she got off probation, she, she got back in contact with me because I had her read the book, Being You Changed the World. And that actually helped her stop using drugs. That book helped the world. It was a tool. There were tools in that book. And what happened is that I met with this young lady like every three weeks. And we went through the tools over and over and over again. And she started to allow her to get out, stop using drugs. So what tools did you use with her? Uh, who does this belong to? Yep, yep. And I, that was the first one. Is it yours? Is it somebody else's? Is it the earth's? Is it something else? I mean, what is that? Who does that? That was the main tool that I used with this young lady. And the first thing was more the mantra that she used. All of life comes to me with ease, joy, and glory. And I explained to her that it allows you to get in and out of things with quickness. Wow. Come to you. And I mean, there'll be bad things going to come and there are going to be great things that are going to come. But you don't have to judge it. You just realize that it came to you with ease and it can leave with ease. Wow. That's fantastic. I mean, what a change. And then I read her bars. My main story is that I, she eventually came to my, one of my bars class. And she's been soaring ever since. You're kidding. That yeah. is amazing. But yeah. that's it. I mean, that's all that somebody needs. If they want yeah. to change, all they need is to be acknowledged truly and totally for who they are with no judgment and given a couple tools and that's yep. it that's all they require it's so simple and we're just so off the mark in this reality oh yeah this and that's what i think is so frustrating for me in this reality i've been in the county for 28 years and what i see systems do is create more turmoil in people's world because they're not willing to ask any question. Yep. They're willing to only follow. They've, I think either Dane or Gary said, if you use past reference points to create a new future, you have bullshit. Yeah. And that's what systems do. School systems, juvenile justice departments, and there are two they horn that they're making a huge change, but the penitentiary hasn't emptied yet. So it's ironic that nobody ever puts two and two together and say, oh, if you're doing a great job, then why are the penitentiary numbers, how come they haven't dropped? Because my design is not welcome. Well, I, I actually have a degree in sociology. And one of the, the amazing points that, and things that I learned about institutions is that they're designed to sustain themselves rather than designed to make themselves obsolete. Exactly. And that just doesn't work. I mean, yeah. if you, I mean, doesn't the cancer society want to cure cancer? Yeah. No, because then there's no cancer society. Yes. You know, and one yeah. of the things I love about the company of access consciousness is it's designed to make itself obsolete. Yes. 
it is designed to bring consciousness to everyone and to not be required anymore. Yeah. So, wow. So, so also I, I uh, have heard stories and I've heard Dane talk about how you actually took some of these guys on probation and said, Hey, you're going to do community service or you're going to read the being you book and do a report yeah. on it. Can you talk yeah. about that? Yeah, for sure. So what happened is that in informal kids don't have to go to a judge or they don't have an attorney. They don't have to come in front of the district attorney. They just have to admit that what they, that the allegation they came to my office for, that they were responsible for that. Once they do that, they get two things. They are able to uh, expunge that charge after two years of not having any police contact. So I don't have to go in front of a judge. So I can create a case plan for a young person. And what I decided, I was like, any monkey can pick up leaves, rocks, and, and debris. I was like, what would it be like to give them some type of accountability and for them to leave with some tools that make them better than when they, when they walked in the door? Yep. I decided before I, before I read Dane's book, I was using only The Alchemist, the book The Alchemist. And I was using that, and the kids were using it, and there's a few kids were biting off on it. But then I remember I said, you know, if this book has made this much change in my world, what would it be like for young people? So I came in, I said, the standard community service offers 24 hours of community service. And I said, what I'm going to do for a young person, I'm going to make them an offer they can't refuse. So what I said is that I'm going to give you eight hours of community service and 16 hours will go away out of the 24 hours if you read this book and type a two-page essay. And the first kid was like, uh, okay. And he wrote a report. And when he read the report, I just started to cry. I was like, oh my God. I was like, and I, I remember his mom being in the office. I said, did you write this? She said, no. Actually, after reading his report, I read the book. And the kid was like, uh man and he said why aren't the kids said to me and the more this kid said it and the kids i teach in the school system said why aren't we getting this in any school curriculum and why is this the first time that i had to get in trouble that i got tools on how to be a better person <laughs> oh my god it's so obvious and yeah so, that's so yeah. cool and so what i've done is that I, like i said the young people write a report and, and the young people who can't write, I've done the point of, I've helped them purchase the audio and then we'll just have a dialogue and I'll write notes for them in their, for their closing report about what they're walking away with. That's amazing. That's so much greater than making them wrong for not being literate or, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just, it's working with where they're at and what's going to work for them. Yeah. And it will allow them to get to literacy once they let down some of the barriers of feeling dumb or stupid or not being able to do something. Right, right. Wow, that makes total sense. Wow. Yeah. And so I've been having a lot of fun with this. And it's been very inspiring, I mean, to see. Uh, and, and here's the piece, too. Like I told some parents, it might not turn off the way you want. So one young person read the book, and after reading the book, he became 18 and he moved out of his parents' house. 
And they were kind of upset in the beginning. I was like, well, is he making choices? Yes. Is he making choices to get in trouble? No. Is he doing what you want him to do? No. Is he doing what he wants to do now? Is he going to be responsible for his choices now? And so I also remind parents, everything doesn't always show up the way you want to just because somebody starts to tap into consciousness. Right. Totally. It's not a fairy tale universe. Yeah. Yeah. No. Wow. Oh, this is so inspiring. It is so inspiring. Yeah. I've had, I've been having a lot of fun with it. And my plan, like I said, I'm trying to, I'm not trying, I am working on a way to take this outside of the, take this to other systems. And because what happened is that when I was telling you, like being a probation officer, I always like this Trojan horse effect, being able to roll the Trojan horse into the village and at night open in the belly and letting the soldiers come out. How do I get inside of places, open the belly and inspire consciousness once I'm there? That's one of my big goals. Wow. That's beautiful. Gosh, this is such, I mean, I'm, I'm working on pulling energy individuals to help me do that now so yeah yeah wow amazing john thank you so much for having this conversation with me oh thank you this is like this is a must listen i hope that i'm gonna i'm gonna post this everywhere and be like everyone must listen to this because because what you're talking about is how you're using your situation and what you're talented at and your career and you're adding the tools to it so that it can become greater and yes. sprinkle into this reality. Yes. And, and we all have avenues for doing that. And this is just such an amazing example of how each of us can apply that in whatever we're already good at. Yes. Yes. Oh, all it takes a little effort and trust in yourself. Exactly. Exactly. Well, um, that brings us to the end of the show. It came way too quickly. Um, yes. <laughs> No problem. I had fun. Oh, man, I did too. Well, thank you so much. And um, thank you, everybody who's listening um, to this recording in the future. And, um, you know, what can you be and do that is just a totally, totally different way of spreading these tools into the world? And uh, I hope that this conversation sparked some interest in everybody listening out there and what they can create. So... Awesome. Well, thank you so much, John. And uh, I uh, am grateful, so grateful for you. And thanks for coming on and being willing to talk about all the cool stuff you're doing. My pleasure, sister. Awesome. All right. Take care. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye.